We have two dogs in our home. Aria is a two-year-old puppy who definitely needs help with her portions. And Nala is a 10-year-old dog who is living a great life and we want to keep feeding her well so she can hang in there with us for a lot longer. The farmer's dog makes it easy to keep them healthy, which can give you more quality years with them. The farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced and made from human-grade ingredients in safe, clean kitchens. It's the best option for dogs at all life stages. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health, helping you live more healthy, happy, and full years together. You can get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash vanished. Let the farmer's dog know we sent you. Use our code or click podcast after you sign up for your first box. One of the names that keeps coming up has a criminal record. Is well known to police in different jurisdictions. And as you heard, everybody in town thinks he's the drug hookup. That's that. Does he have anything to do with this case? I have no idea. Right? That's the frustrating part. Just because somebody in town is on everybody's radar, rumored to be some bad guy that might be involved with Crystal's disappearance, doesn't make it true. In fact, if it was so obvious and true, that person had already been in custody. Because the Sheriff's Department knows the name, and I suspect that they've checked it out every which way and have some suspicions on their own whether he's the right guy. I think he knows what's going on, and I think that some of his associates may even know more. We certainly know catfish is. And I know that Catfish and his friend have been spoken to by detectives. So they shouldn't be surprised that their name's coming up. The real balance journalistically is what are the liabilities of reporting somebody's identity who may ultimately never be charged or directly be involved. I guess the one that comes to mind is the Richard Jewell case at Atlanta Olympics, the bombing, the security guard. He came to help. He had to be the guy. and Everybody reported it. Can't take it back, right? Wasn't him. So we always balance here the need to do those kind of things. If you watched our initial investigation, we have a blurred mugshot, and he knows that's him. His mom probably knows that's him. His friends probably know that's him. So there's some, not public identity, but I think we let him know that we know. There he is. If they're just dealing and moving product, they don't want to make any way. And violence creates waves. People call the police, they call 911, here comes the ambulance, they say who did this and what, and it can ruin a financial stream. So the players that we're talking about there, I don't think are dangerous every day, but I have no doubt if they're cornered that they know how to get out of trouble. 
From Tinderfoot TV in Atlanta, this is Up and Vanished. I'm your host, Payne Lindsay. I talked to a new source about catfish. We'll call this person Calvin. Calvin told me that after Crystal went missing, three people in Crestone seemed to change noticeably. Dreddy Bryan and two other men. We'll call them Landon and Jack. According to Calvin, these three individuals encouraged psychological breakdowns shortly after her disappearance. My, my knowledge is limited. I mean, to the one in four, my friend. The ones that, uh, that I, I guess were involved, if you want to say that, or not involved. And really, what it really comes down to is, I mean, Brian. I mean, you got to start there. I mean, that's that's the way it is. Catfish had nothing to do with it on the end of, uh, on the end of like uh, basically. Uh, I, I believe that she was killed. Okay, I didn't believe her. Brian got into an argument. Uh, Brian and Brian killed her, and then they disposed of the body. Um, I'm not sure who they are, but I'm pretty much sure they talked it. Landon, Jack, and Brian. If you get those three, then you'll be able to figure it out. Do you know what happened? Like what the situation was? Um, I don't know. I know that uh, what had happened is that Brian, uh, the summer before, had wrecked her car, and then she had filed her civil suit. I think that what happened is that maybe Brandon and Brian had maybe raped her, like to maybe drug her and raped her, and then she tried to come back on them. So that's what I'm getting from the information that I have. Uh, and I mean, I I honestly thought it was Catfish at first, but well, once I once I uh, once I started talking to Catfish, and, I mean, got to got to basically no Catfish. Uh, I it, it wasn't him at all. I mean, he may have. I mean, and I, I, I hate to say this, but he may have, uh, I mean, helped him, like, helped, helping them, like, cover it up. But the only reason they did that is because he involved, or they involved him. And I don't even think that's the case, really. Um, there's no really, what I saw is from a distance, because I'm a friend of everybody that was, I guess, probably involved, um, is I saw a complete psychological breakdown. Landon. Um, Brian. And the paranoia of all three of them just went through the roof. Landon went from just being in standard meth psychosis to being like completely paranoid at all times, whether he was sober or not, uh, thinking that people were following him. Um, I mean, near mentioned that they had found Crystal's body. He completely freaked out. Jack. He ended up getting committed. I mean. And then you look at Brian, and from what I've seen, and I, and I know his ex-wife, and I know all the other girlfriends that he's been with, there is a violence in behind him, like a dark, like, you know, it, it doesn't come out right at first, but when they're alone, it happens. Also, I would, uh, I mean, just to help you out, I mean, I've talked to, uh, uh, I, hey, you know what's funny is I've got a, uh, can, can I call you back here in a little bit? Yeah, sure, man. Okay, because I've got my friends just showed up. And, um, I'll be back. Uh, I'll be back in town here in about thirty minutes. Will that work for you? Yeah, man. Just give me a shout. Yeah, okay. I have, I have to help you dude, because I mean, this is bullshit, right? I mean, you know, honestly, it's it's they place some value on human life where they shouldn't have been placed. You know what I'm saying? 
It placed a value on a human life where it shouldn't have been placed. About two months later. I mean, it's rumored that she was blackmailing him, blackmailing them because they had raped her. They drugged her and raped her. Landon. Uh, he almost shot Capish's hand off. I talked to people that were there. They said that they were arguing over Crystal, about Crystal, about what had happened. And that's when he shot his hand. Landon. We were staying over at my house one night, and he woke up, and he's like, I didn't have, I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't, I don't know who he said. I didn't, uh, I didn't mean to do it. That's what he said. I didn't mean to do it to her. And then I've heard catfish several times. Catfish was like, I didn't, I didn't think they'd kill her. I've heard him say that a couple times. I mean, just not general night terrors. He's actually said that twice. For one thing, he's very standoffish about the whole thing, which is another indication that maybe he had something to do with it. He's agoraphobic. I mean, he has a hard time dealing with people besides people he knows very well. He's only been that way since he got into a car accident about, I say, 15 years ago. He brings it up quite a bit, I mean, to the point to where, I mean, it's not... See, he's such an emotional human being that if he did commit an, an act like that, it would have devastating, devastating psychological effect on him. I mean, I'm, I'm not a, a trained psychiatrist or a psychologist or anything, but I'm just, from just my point of view. Honestly, he's, he, didn't, he didn't display any of it, but he does have regret there, which means that his regret is probably due to some involvement in some way, whether it be ex post facto, like taking care of the body after it was, after it was all said and done, or whether it be um, he, that he had something to do as far as like uh, planning it or paying for it or something of that nature. Catfish's house was completely destroyed all the time. I wasn't there and I didn't see it, but right after the girl disappeared, that house was completely spotless. I mean, you could eat off the floor. Catfish has also been accused of drugging and raping other women. Catfish is not a stupid person. He's quite far from stupid. If he was going to plan anything, it would be to the T. I mean, it would dispose of the body in a way. Uh, and I'm thinking that they moved the body more than once, would be my guess. That they did three, that they maybe three or four different times. And then finally they incinerated it, would be my guess. That's, and that's what I've heard. This is a small community, you know, and people talk. And it's funny because these guys go around talking about this. I guarantee it. Otherwise, why would you hear these things? They're basically dosing each other with LSD to basically drive each other insane. If you want to get dosed, that means you're going to drop some acid. But, I mean, if you're getting dosed, that means somebody's trying to either kill you, drive you insane, or, you know, basically put you to a point where your mental capabilities can't handle the amount of drugs that you're on. There's several people that have been dosed around here through methamphetamine specifically. And I mean, they walk around fighting shadow people for the rest of their lives. You know, shit like that. It's, it's not very nice. I mean, you gotta watch what you do around here. A lot of people are scared of catfish. I'm scared of catfish a little bit. His family has power. They, they have major, major power. I'm willing to work with man. I'm willing to work with CBI. You know what? Screw these guys. I mean, I know that they all had something to do with it. And you know what? I mean, honestly, they really haven't turned out to be that great of friends anyway. You know, something needs to be done. And if they are guilty, then 
justice should prevail. This is murder we're talking about here. This, this is murder. Murder of rape. Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's Journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all of that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Do you ever wish you could become a detective and help find the clues to the case? How about all of that in a mobile game that you can take anywhere? In June's Journey, each scene leads to a new thrilling storyline. Uncover the mystery of June's sister's murder and find out about scandalous family secrets. The gameplay lets you find hidden clues as you investigate a murder mystery. Escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. Let your imagination run wild when decorating your island estate and collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Whether you're craving a good mystery or looking for an escape, you can immerse yourself in the world of June Parker. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. Each new scene takes you further through a thrilling murder mystery story that sets the main protagonist, June Parker, on a quest to solve the murder of her sister and uncover her family's many secrets. I travel so much while working that I personally love to play it while sitting around airports with all of that free time I have. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. At this point, I'd heard a lot of insane and frankly scary stories, all revolving around this group of so-called friends. Some of these things I'd heard before. That Catfish never cleaned his house, and then one day, he suddenly did a full sweep, and also that Catfish's family had a fairly prestigious background. I talked to Landon to get his perspective. Things didn't seem to look good for this group of friends, if that's even what they are. Yeah, I'd be happy to talk with you about anything you want to know about, and I, I do know you know, been to the house of Crestone pretty much, but I have some exciting stuff. Uh, are you going to be in the area? I mean, it's not necessarily directly related to your story. I honestly um, was not present for anything that went down um, with that young lady, and I don't know anything like that, but I was around uh, enough people. I happened to uh, meet the young lady probably a matter of two weeks before she went missing uh, for a five or ten minute conversation. 
Um, so that's the extent of my relationship with her and my knowledge of her. I don't know her well. I met her in passing, like I said, briefly before she vanished. But I do know some of the characters that are allocated in this. And, um, you know, it's just, it is, it is factually, I don't know anything. I didn't see anything. I don't have any, you know, uh, true, I guess, solid information that would, that would help anybody in the, uh, the resolution of this whole, you know, terrible, you know, missing, it was quite certain it was, you know, foul play and, and there's a whole dynamic of manipulation and such. But go ahead and, and you ask your uh, questions you want to. I would like to meet with you in person if you're in the area. What do you think happened to Crystal? Um, let's get ready to agree you know, there is a, there is an element of uh, manipulation of blackmail going on with her and that, and that character with colorful, you know, colorful name who I happen to be, you know, friends with for a few years, you know, we were, I lived in the same neighborhood he did when, when my uh, fiance and I were breaking up and it was kind of like, you know, a hard time for me, so I, I was made friends with him and we hung out. Um, and, uh, you know, we didn't get along, say, and, uh, he later, he went out for, like, back damage on my world, and he happened to be connected to, you know, some, some big strings, and, you know, I'm not afraid that he has not work, because I, like, I, I have God, like, completely on my side, and it's all a complete illusion anyway, all those little frequencies of vibration is existing. Our, our illusions that we're transcending the planet or ascending the planet right now actually this event that sparks uh, the consciousness of, of love in every present moment uh, is coming and that's going to be the only vibration planet anyway so I'm not worried I have no fears around me yet I'll tell anybody anything you want to know I never had any fear or any guilt you know, but this story you know kind of framed me put a lot of information out there that I was involved somehow because I happened to be you know sort of uh, going over to his house a decent amount because we were still having some sort of, you know, friendship or contact at that time. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he went out, you know, I think he sent thousands of emails to, to those type of effects. Um, slander, kind of computer program to make it look like Michael's number was texting somebody else's phone number. You know, and, like, mimic the numbers and, you know, see my girlfriend and my number and had a conversation. Screenshot type shit. All that type shit. And, uh, really did hurt my reputation because people who I, you know, who came to love and trust me had to like, be like, well, what, you know, there's got to be an inkling of truth to all this. You know, it doesn't just come out of that, you know, rumors just start somehow, somewhere, and there's always some sort of origin of truth, you know, that's how we, what we're programmed to believe in, you know. Like, things are good. How do you feel about your life these days and everything? How is your personal, do you feel any, you know, recent changes or recent, like, energies that seem different or any kind of like vibrancy or uh, you know synchronicities maybe in your life they're like ding ding you know here and there and numbers that are coming at the right times and crazy like you know small world shit or no I mean I don't really know it's hard to say I haven't figured out life entirely yet but you know I look at it yeah. as one big learning experience oh you will soon bro my brother you will soon coming to full awareness and knowledge of what's happening on the planet it's big bro big like Lionsgate portal is opening like of course it could be opening now but eight, by 8-8 eight, eight, 2018 there's a Lionsgate portal um this shit is like fucking crazy it sounds like I'm nuts right Landon's thoughts were a little far out there but as far as Crystal's story 
He gave more convincing details than I'd gotten from anyone else so far. I mean, do I, was I there for anything um, of that nature? No, no, I wasn't. You know, I, um, I went over to the person's house, uh, you know, Catfish's house, and she was there, and I, and at the time, I was like, I'd like to take out his trash for him and stuff like that, you know, uh, kind of do some work for him like that, because he just couldn't do any of that, he was just out of control, but... But, um, and she was there and I met her and she was like trying to help me take out trash and she was like got a pretty positive vibe off her. And I also, you know, it was just plain as obvious to me that there is an element of manipulation in the dynamic between the two of them, you know? You know, I didn't know this. She was too nice. She tried to help me, like, you know, trash off the deck and I was like appreciative of that. Although, you know, I just kind of like put two bags together and then left. Because I was like, I'll be back later, when it's not weird. And uh, that's the next day I hit him up on a text and I said, What's up, man? What are you up to? Blah, blah. I've got no response. Didn't go over to see what he was doing. Didn't really give a fuck and probably didn't talk to him for weeks after that, even for maybe a week or two. I don't even remember, you know? He's so crazy and he, like, I had to go even crazier on purpose, I think, so that his credibility would be in question. I feel like I was going through so much that I didn't have any capacity to, like, be sticking out trying to do investigative work and especially you know in my situation it would have been extremely dangerous too still still a lot of pussies would consider what I'm doing extremely dangerous I went through all sorts of shit dude poisoned me with LSD bring me a bottle of whiskey that had 200 hits of acid and they hired kids to steal from me hired people to beat me up uh, put libel slander and all sorts of fucking crazy stories up there about me Jack I believe was there at the time of whatever went down. He subsequently got, you know, dosed with a lot of drugs of some nature and he went off on, you know, what they call, uh, this guy Cabbage used to follow the Grateful Dead for a long time. And he, and he came up with this thing where he, like, he was, uh, eventually, uh, like, yeah, I'm going to check it out. Hang on a second, Trying to figure out where these lights are coming from. Alright, so anyway, he, uh, you know, I don't know any of this for sure, bro. The rumor mill has generated so many rumors. I'm in three quarters of them. And I, you know, I didn't have anything to do with it. Don't know what happened. Nobody told me because I'm not in that little clique or that club. They don't trust me because they shouldn't. And there was a part of my depression that took me to some places where I was just like in survival mode, hibernation mode. And I was just kind of like, you know, my reputation was getting stomped on. So people that used to just wave by this, you know, wave in this little community. Uh, friendly, we started to get these looks of doubt. I just I felt it creep in insidiously. I mean, a small town of, a, of a, you know, 500 to 1,000 to 200 people in the, in the PC. To, you know, like, your reputation is everything, man. And if even somebody just kind of promotes a story that catches a little bit of wind somehow, everybody wants to, and that's the nature of, like, programming and people. And it doesn't even matter, you know, hey, exactly what you're doing as long as you're doing anything with any sort of, like, inkling or inference or you know, the mere vague appearance of their propriety. All those stories became true in all those people's minds. You know what I'm saying, bro? I was unable to find employment. People were shaping me around, harassing me. People were trying to beat me up, steal my computers and phone, hack my Facebook. I lost them. Email was 10 years I had after college and everything. Dude, I could never get it back. They fucking took it. They attacked me with everything they had. They were plotting against my fucking demise. They were up all night putting all sorts of energy into my destruction, you know? And they, and they still couldn't touch the light. 
because I'm the one I'm the one good guy hanging around all these pieces of shit, right? And they're like, fuck him, he's not like us. We hate him. Let's set him up for whatever I can. Maybe I was, um, you know, being a little bit <laughs> of a poor judgment of character when I decided who to, who to hang out with and who to trust because of my own depression and my own self-destructive nature, you know? And so <laughs> I was basically trying to live by myself with my two dogs in my truck and cut fireworks for a living. I gave all that. I told the sea guy they could have all that, but for it, he figured out whatever they could for it. You know, I told him that, gave him full permission, and they never got back there. I don't know what the fuck happened with that. Yeah, there was one picture. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, I really don't want to do all this stuff. This is like the last thing I'm trying to talk about these days because I'm yeah. such a huge fan of joy, and this is all like this all. Might as well have never happened, bro. In the past, not only that, but it was an illusion, all this fear, all this. Yes, we're all reincarnating all the time too, man. And like. If you're in the love train, you're going to ascend with the rest of the planet. If you're not, then you're out, you know, kind of thing. And, um, you know, most of, us are, most of us are coming along, I think. You know, there's 144,000 of us on the planet that have been, you know, that are coming together to unify that vibration. 144,000 healers, masters, and warriors have reincarnated tons of times. I'm living with people that were, you know, famous people throughout history that are reincarnating and coming back as the masters forming the first contact team for this fucking ascension. It's fucking out there. I don't want to talk about this other crap. I will. I well, I was talking to Landon. Someone else got on the phone. I still don't know who she was. I love you with all my heart. Hi, Payne. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful. How are you, love? I'm doing uh, great. Guys. Oh, yeah. Jane, come and meet your creator. She's amazingly, amazingly beautiful, full of love, in every moment. Yeah, buddy. You gotta come down and check it out. There's a story right there, man. Yeah, but maybe not. The masters are coming maybe. home, Kane, and maybe I'm one of them. Maybe I'll do both stories, but, you know, I don't know. He's one of them. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. 
Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Did you kill Marlene Johnson? I think you're one of the first people to have actually asked. From WBUR and ZSP Media, this is Beyond All Repair, a new podcast about an unsolved murder that will leave you questioning everything. Somebody should be in jail for murdering my sister. A woman who's never been believed. As long as they think I have done this, then they're not looking for who actually did this. And that's what makes it a cold case. No, it's a botched case. And a search for the truth, once and for all. Wow, it just gets more interesting. Beyond All Repair. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Be careful. You're digging in a place that's been very peaceful for a while. Do it anyway. Dig. Shortly after Crystal went missing, an anonymous person had a phone call with Dreddy Bryan. They recorded this call and shared it with me, and I'd like to share it with you now, because the story seems to get a little muddled. I know it's not like her, for sure. The last time I actually saw her was, Jesus, a little over a month ago, but I think just like two and a half weeks ago remember at the last drum circle I think she was there I could have swore I heard her singing and somebody else said that they thought so, but the last time I talked to her it was the day after the full moon uh, the full moon before last it was the day after that and um, and she said and she came in she, she called me out on the street she was up in her apartment there and she's like hey Brian you know um, I think Catfish like put some fucked up shit on Facebook about you you know what I mean cause like we, we like got we like had an argument and got I did some work at the house and he didn't pay me for it and it was just like okay we had we had a people she was like you know I was over there and she told me I, I she said she didn't remember but she said she, she thought that he might have um that he might have drugged her or something you know and uh, she helped him clean his house too and she's like oh I didn't think but that was the last conversation I with her but I could have swore she had the, the last drum circle again another person swearing they saw Crystal at the July drum circle I was in the zone, you know, like, I was drumming for six hours straight, drinking and smoking. You know, I, I like, don't remember a whole lot about that evening, except the drumming, but I could have swore I heard her voice. And that's, you know, that's like the last, Jesus, it's been, I guess the, the last film circle was two and a half weeks ago, and before that, it was so like six weeks ago. The last full moon was like a couple weeks ago, so I guess the one before that was six weeks ago, I guess. Wow, it's been a long time. Damn. Be sure, I could have swore I kept hearing, you know that voice she was like, I could have swore she was like singing and chanting like, the, you know, the, the vocal bowl thing she was like. The only places we hung out were at mutual friends' houses and at her house. It, you know what I mean? We, we went to Alamosa once, us uh, as friends, and we saw a movie. But like, yeah, like as far as like, what spots should we go to here, I really don't know, because like, we're like, kind of becoming friends again after, uh, we had a bit of a turbulent past, you know? meaning wrecking her car. We were, like, super close, you know. But, um, so, like, I wouldn't know, like, what her specific spots would be, you know what I mean? There were people that were concerned about her for, 
for sure. You know, she she did go over to Catfish for like, well, you know, we talked about that for like, for whatever it was four or five days, and then Nate had to be up like three in the morning or whatever. And then, and then she she did go to Catfish just after that. How did he know that Crystal went there? I talked to Catfish when this shit happened, dude. I went over there. I was just over there a few days ago, you know, talking to him. Um, and you know, I I I don't know. He seems he's he's, he's a pretty transparent guy. He's a cancer, you know. He. He's not super good at hiding his emotions, and I didn't like. He didn't really. He didn't seem nervous or lying, or you know. And he, I mean, if he was, then like, he's really, uh, what's the word for that? I mean, he must be a true sociopath. But I, I really didn't get the. I really didn't get the vibe. Like, that's what it was. But obviously, something happened. That, you know. Yeah, you know, I, I I brought her here for the first time like two and a half years ago when we were living in Gunnison, and um, I know all her friends. You know what I mean? Like she, she was some, was some pretty righteous people. I, I could pretty safely say that 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 out of the out of that whole group of friends she was out, she was probably partying the hardest time. Like it seemed like to me. The same anonymous source received a message from Catfish. I was shared the messages and was able to validate their authenticity. The anonymous source says this, Have you heard any rumors? What do you think happened to her? Catfish says, I heard so many rumors, it is interfering. Brian, that's all I can say at the moment, other than I will do anything to help. The source says, oh wow, why do you say Brian... Catfish says, he told me he did it. I told the CBI, and he showed his confession on Messenger. Up and Vanished is an investigative podcast, told weekly, produced for Tenderfoot TV by Payne Lindsay, Mike Rooney, and me, Meredith Stedman, with new episodes every Monday. Executive Producers, Payne Lindsay and Donald Albright. Additional production by Resonate Recordings, as well as Mason Lindsay, Rob Ricotta, and Christina Dana. Our intern is Hallie Bidal. Original score by Makeup and Vanity Set. Our theme song is Ophelia, performed by Ezra Rose. Our cover art is by Trevor Eiler. Special thanks to the team at Cadence 13. Visit us on social media via at Up and Vanished, or you can visit our website, upandvanished.com where you can join in on our discussion board. If you're enjoying Up and Vanished, tell a friend, family member, or coworker about it. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.